the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Tonight we celebrate the great feast of the Theophany. And as you all know, as we read in the Synexar, the Theophany means the revelation of God. Because on this great feast, the Trinity was revealed. We heard the voice from the Father saying, You are my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And John bore witness and said that I saw the Spirit descending from the heavens like a dove, and it remained on Him. And tonight I want to focus on the Spirit and why the Spirit remained on Him. But first I want to discuss with you a mental health disorder called DID. Anybody know what DID is? DID stands for Dissociative Identity Disorder. Or another name for this disorder is called Multiple Personality Disorder. And I am not a psychiatrist, but uh, my best friend is. So if I were to ask or act like a psychiatrist, you might say I have DID. Um, According to the Cleveland Clinic, you have DID when you have two or more distinct identities. You have a core identity, and then you have, you could have up to a hundred alter, like alters, or alternative personalities. And the reason I'm sharing all of this is because I feel this feast is about personality. This feast is about identity. We saw who, we saw the Trinity, we see who we are supposed to be. We'll explain here shortly. When you read Romans 7, Romans 7 gives insight into the state of man. For example, St. Paul, he says in Romans 7, I know that good does not live in me, that is in my human nature. I know that good does not live in me, that is in my human nature. Even though the desire to do good is in me, I am not able to do it. I don't do the good that I want to do, instead I do the evil that I don't want to do. If I do what I don't want to do, this means that I am no longer the one who does it. Instead, it is the sin who lives in me. When I read this, it makes me think that St. Paul has... DID, multiple personalities. And this is not just about St. Paul. This is about all of us. St. Paul is speaking about the war that is going inside of man. A war between light and darkness. A war between good and evil. A war between the flesh and between the spirit. And when St. Paul concludes this passage, he says, O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Then he says, I thank God, I thank God, through Christ Jesus our Lord. The Feast of Theophany is the solution to the war that is going on in man. Because in the Theophany, because of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the war that was going on in me is now won. It is won by the Spirit. 
That's why when St. John said, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him, it was not because our Lord Jesus Christ needed extra Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit remaining on him was a sign for our humanity, that the Holy Spirit would remain on, on us. Before baptism, we were lacking Holy Spirit, so our lives full of darkness, our lives full of confusion. And this is what St. Paul speaks about in the Pauline epistle today. If you see the Pauline epistle today, it says, For we ourselves were once foolish, we were, we were once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasure, living in malice, envy, hateful, and hating one another. That's the old man. That's the old man. This is the man without the Holy Spirit. And actually, St. Paul, he talks about in that, the verse prior to that one, he says that the Christians are to be obedient. Christians are supposed to be obedient. They're supposed to be ready for every good work. They're supposed to never speak evil of anyone. They're supposed to be peaceful. They're to be gentle, showing humility to all men. Without the Holy Spirit, though, man has a different personality. It's a different being without the Holy Spirit. That's why it's written in, in the Pauline epistle. But when the kindness... But when the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, you didn't do anything to deserve this, but according to His mercy, He saved us. How did He save us? Through the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us abundantly through... Jesus Christ, our Savior, that having been justified by His grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. It was the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit that saved us. It is through the washing of regeneration, regeneration, and the renewing of the Holy Spirit that I have my true identity in Christ. And that's why tonight I want to share with you how I have my identity in Christ through my baptism. I have my identity in Christ through baptism, through the washing. The washing. Washing, that's very important. Washing is so important because washing allows you to see things the way they really the, the way they really are, without contamination, without dirt. And if I had a diamond and it was covered in dirt, you wouldn't know if this is a diamond or an apple or you do you wouldn't be able to tell because it's it's covered. But when it's washed, you see what it really what it really is. And so washing allows me to know who I really am. But the important thing for the washing is that the washing needs to be of the water that you're washing with needs to be pure. You can't wash yourself with dirty water. If you wash yourself with dirty water, Yani, if you go to Egypt or or place, and you shower Kedah with dirty water, sometimes you feel like dirtier after you take the shower. You have to wash with 
the clean water. And Ashankira Sayyid al-Masih, when he went into the water, he purified the water for us. So that when we have the water of baptism, we can be clean. Actually, Ezekiel, he said this in the prophecy that we read during the La'an. It said, I will sprinkle clean water on you. Not dirty water. You have to wash with clean water. He says, I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean. Ezekiel. The washing not only happens in baptism. Washing also occurs by many other means. Washing occurs when we hear the word of God. That's why our Lord Jesus Christ, he says, you are already clean through the word which I have spoken to you. And that's why when uh, St. Paul, he's speaking about the church, he says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her by the washing of water by the word. By the word. The washing of water by the word that he might present her to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle when we're washed now khalas bin clean very nice very beautiful without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she should be holy and without blemish the anointed words that saint john the baptist he spoke it moved many to become the words that he spoke washed them and then they washed in in the waters, we find our identity in the Word of God. And that is why the scripture is so important. That's pillar number. That upset me. No. That's pillar number two. The Word of God. The, so important. Because we see ourselves in the scripture. I love like St. Anthony, he saw himself in the scripture. He saw himself as the rich young ruler. And he saw the command of the Lord to the rich young ruler. When he said, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. He didn't say those words are for someone else. He said these words are for me. And he found his identity in the the Word of God. He found his uh, identity in the Word of God. Another way we wash ourselves is when we confess our sins. When we confess our sins, we confront ourselves. We look at ourselves in the mirror. And we are honest with ourselves. Then we wash ourselves. We wash ourselves. It's through repentance and confession that we can really know who we are. We need to know our weakness, so that way we can appreciate Christ's strength. We need to see our deficiencies, so that we can see our sufficiency in Christ. We need to know our brokenness, so we can see our wholeness, how we are complete in Christ. So I have my identity first and foremost by... Washing, yeah, by washing. I have my identity, number two, through the regeneration. Regeneration means to 
regenerate, means to generate again. It means to be born again. To be born again means now I am born differently. And I want to ask you a question. What is the point of being born again if there is no difference between the old man and the new man? What's the point of being born again if there's no difference between the old man and the new man? What's the difference then? What's the difference between the old man and what's the difference between the, the new man? When we are baptized, there's things now that have changed. We become a new man. We have a new nature. A new nature. Before... Baptism, the Holy Spirit could not reside on me. But after I have been washed by the blood of Christ, now the Holy Spirit can reside in me. That's a big difference between old man and new man. My nature now allows the Holy Spirit to live within me. Yani, مثلاً, our nature, what's very frustrating about the weather right now, is that it does not allow man to live, man was not created to live in weather, kidah. It's not. And I thank God we have heating systems and sharfi. But man is not made for this. Polar bears, because their nature is compatible with this nature. Their nature is compatible with this nature. Through baptism, we can say with St. Peter, as his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature. Through baptism, God gave us a nature compatible with his only begotten Son. A nature capable of having fellowship with God. A nature that experiences the heavenly. That's why with this nature, now you can take the communion. Without this nature, it's not working. We are the wild olive branch. But through baptism, we became grafted into... The cultivated olive tree. So after the wild branch now has been grafted into the cultivated olive branch, is it wild or is it now part of the cultivated tree? It's now cultivated. It is no longer wild. It has a new, a new nature. So because of this new nature, I am now chosen vessel of the Holy Spirit. Because of this new nature, I am son of God. Because of this new nature, I am member of the body of Christ. Because of this new nature, I have eternal life. You don't have those things. And the, the old one... It'll... Hagadima doesn't do that. And death now doesn't affect the new nature the same way it affected the old nature. Our nature allows us to have communion, communion, relationship, intimacy with the true God. So this new nature has everything for me. 
But the sad reality is, this is the sad reality. I was trying to hype up the new nature for you. Yeah? The sad reality is that we don't appreciate the new nature. And we would rather trade our new nature for a new car. We would trade our new nature for a new job. We would trade our new nature for any bodily passions, a new idol. We would trade our new nature because we would rather be unforgiving. And the new nature is forgiving. So we don't want to forgive, so we will be in the, the old nature. The new nature is full of love, loves everyone, does not have partiality. The problem, and you have DID. When, sorry, I shouldn't say that. The people are going to get upset when the psychiatrists are going to get upset with me. But we will have some sort of DID. If we have the new nature, but we are living like the old man, this will be massive dissociative identity disorder. Our identity has to be to live with the, the new nature. Lastly, our identity is to be led by the Spirit. Our identity. How do we know our, our identity? We need to be led by the Spirit. So I do now what the Spirit wants me to do. That's why I love the Gospel. If you notice the Gospel, what was written today, it was about people coming to St. John and asking him, Are you Elijah? Who are you? Are you the Christ? Who are you? They tried to get him to be confused about who he, who he was. But because he had the Holy Spirit from his womb, St. John the Baptist, he knows who he is. He knows who he is. So he can say, I am not the Christ. I'm not. You can try to convince me that I'm the Christ, but I'm not. But I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. He knows who he is. How does he know who he is? Because the Spirit told him. The Spirit told him. And St. John, in the Gospel of uh, St. John, he said it a different way. He said this. This is very important for identity. He said, a man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from, from heaven. A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from Above. Today, we are being led by the Spirit. So everything that we have, we get it from, from above. The Spirit, if we are led by the Spirit, St. Paul tells us that the Spirit tells us how we should pray. For we do not know what we should pray as we ought, but the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. So the, the Spirit teaches us now how to pray. The Spirit now teaches us and gives us understanding. What's amazing about the, the Gospel that was read is that, I don't know if you caught this detail, it said that St. John the Baptist, he never met Christ. Did you notice that? He didn't know who Christ was. But how did he know Christ, the Spirit? Revealed it to him. He said, I did not know him, but I saw the Spirit coming upon him, and then I knew this was. So, the Spirit opens our eyes to see things differently that we might not have seen. To everybody else, there was just another man coming through the town. But to St. John the Baptist, he said, 
Oh, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So the Spirit opens our eyes. That's why the sacrament of baptism is called the enlightenment. Lastly, when we are in the Spirit, there is no condemnation. There is no condemnation to those. I will end with what St. Paul, he says in Romans chapter 8. He says, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh. They don't walk according to the flesh anymore, but they walk according to the Spirit. The message for us today is to find our identity by walking in the Spirit, to be washed, to be regenerated, to have a new nature, and to walk in the Spirit. And glory be to God forever. Amen.